This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Aunt Divine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of Familiar Carol. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us this this is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here. And, uh, well, that coughing almost made me lose my voice. I forget, forgive me for uh, <clears throat> sounding a little froggy, but uh, well, was, this is uh, English breakfast tea. There's nothing else had it. So. You sure? No, I'm positive. Okay. I, I, uh, maybe don't that's the problem. Maybe, no, that, that's, maybe right. that's the problem. I think that would have cleared <laughs> cleared things out. Uh, but uh, alas, uh, that's that's what you get. Andre Lane is with us from Mitchell County. Uh, used to be a Durham Master Gardener, now a, a Mitchell County Master Gardener, and um, helped, uh, I think, revive the program there, uh, help a new extension agent, and uh, you, you've got a Master Gardener program 
uh, underway there. So uh, congratulations to you. We got 10 of us. uh, (gasps) That's nice. We're going strong enough. Do you have a program in Lee County? Yeah, we were talking about that. Yes, ma'am, and and I and it warms my heart to hear that you know it's a small but mighty crew up there in Mitchell County. It's a small but mighty crew down here in Lee County as well. Uh, COVID was not kind to um, to a lot of things, and it, it was a real struggle for Lee right. County trying to have classes. Yeah, and and we with um, uh, our uh, last horticulture agent. Um, she uh, she moved to the mountains to be an extension agent up there, and so the master gardeners were without an agent for a few months while they were trying to figure out to hire me. But um, we, whenever I inherited, whenever I was hired, there were about um, there were twelve master gardeners left, uh-huh. and I just um, I'm in the process of doing a new master gardener class, and we have seven people in that class. Nice. Um, so small but mighty. That's all right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Oh, it is. A lot of great gardeners I, down I, that way. What were you saying, uh, Aline? Um, Andrea, Andrea. I, say, I just I like it. I like it smaller. You know, it's um, you know. The, yeah, it can become overwhelming. I know. As, as somebody leading the class, and um, it's only myself and my agent. Um, you know, we we had 17 in our class, and it, it got a little unwieldy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your agent? So, and then, then and, uh, Shane Biddick. Okay. What Mike, Mike and I always want to know is, do you have to take tests? Oh. Yes. Oh, yeah. no. Well, How about it, Amanda? You know. So everybody does it a little different. There is um, usually a final exam, but it is not dictated by the state, the agent can determine what the exam is um my my master gardeners are in for a heck of a ride with their exam i have it's open we we can't go to lee county to be master gardeners (laughs) and of course rufus has a law degree he's a brilliant guy i would i would have a lot of problems i can't my i'm uh doing reading newscasts here and i'm i'm uh making out a, a grocery list at the same time that's how my mind works so <laughs> well and elaine you know or um, andrea i'm sure you can um how, how do you guys test your master gardeners at the end well we've only had this one class mm-hmm. um so what we did we did quizzes every week mm-hmm. and of course you know they were open book or whatever they're not pop quizzes um, are they we did <laughs> no no we did quizzes every week and um and then we we Forgo, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, we, we did not do the final exam mm. uh, because, you know, um, I, I could just, I read the room and I, you know, felt everybody was really working hard, mm-hmm. but they were taxed and it was stressing them out too much. Oh, bless them. Yeah. Final exam. So, you know, so I convinced my agent to just skip it <laughs> for better or for worse. Yeah. Right. Um, we, when I trained in 2015, and I think they're still doing this now, they do a project that yeah. goes throughout the whole, um, you know, all the 16-week session. Mm-hmm. And you're working on, uh, you're focusing on, on your landscape or a portion of your landscape, and you're doing, um, you know, practicing all the things we learn. So, you know, in the beginning, you're looking at your soil and you're uh, doing the test to see how good your drainage is. Um, you're you're holding your soils and determining what its texture is and then describing that. So I found that to be a really, really good um, way to learn. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
And well, and yeah, the, I highly recommend a project like that over the final exam. I appreciate that. And and as a new agent, um, my job is to to train the master gardeners. And and for those of y'all out there, there's a little bit of a misconception about what the Extension Master Gardener program is. The Extension Master Gardener volunteers support the horticulture agent and the horticulture program and cooperative extension within their counties. So the, the the saying master gardener kind of is a bit of a misnomer because um, you're not really, the expectation, at least from the agents and from cooperative extension, is not that you have to know everything all the time. You're really there to be able to help people and help the extension agent answer questions from the public. And so I, I've taken this kind of approach with my class where um, we're, we're meeting um, not as regularly. We're actually meeting for once a month for longer periods of time. So we do almost more like a workshop style class. And, oh, um, and the, the final exam, I, I, I kind of made it sound a little worse than it, than it, than it actually is. I was, but, <coughs> I was real hardcore. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, you, you said it's going to be a doozy. It is going to be a doozy because the yeah. Well, the 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 point the point of it is I I want it to be very practical. So it's going to be very much um, as if the questions are going to be as if somebody walked in the door with a question or with a problem. So people, the expectation mm-hmm. is people are going to actually have to kind of write up a little report of you know how to diagnose a disease or how to identify a weed or identify a plant so they're really having to utilize all those skills and all those the references that they learned while they're taking the class because eventually after they finish the master gardener training ideally they should be able to help me at any event answer questions from the public absolutely you're not going to give us a test at the end of the show are you watch out oh gosh Rufus. I think she's got it in her blood. <laughs> you know, I got uh, I, I got an appointment here real quick. So oh, I'm, glad to, I'm glad to move out of the building pretty pretty fast. So uh, I may not be able to take that. Huh? I have some great master gardeners, though. I, I've been I really I, I I've been I've, I've been very blessed with the folks who stuck around in Lee County. I have some, I have two folks who were in the original class that started in 1996. That's when the master extension master gardener program started in Lee County. Um, uh, Gail Griffin and and, uh, Averin Upchurch um, are still with the program since 1996. And um, there are several wonderful folks who are hanging on and, um, and the pollinator Haven garden has been pretty much kept kept alive almost single-handedly by Tracy Bowers, who um, is just a dynamite person. Um, but then my, my, my new incoming class, you know, it's a small but mighty crew, and I've got, um, I've got one person who's managing a community garden. I've got quite a few folks who are, you know, backyard gardeners and just really want to learn more and help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just got a really good group of folks who are looking forward to serving the Lee County community, which is Really, the whole purpose of the Extension Master Gardener program is to serve their local communities. Well, I, I tell people that there's really no no such person as a total expert in gardening because you can't be. You 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 listen. You can't. Your, your biggest thing is listening to nature mm-hmm. and knowing where you are and what is going to grow. To learn to not try to grow mountain laurel in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
Uh, uh, well, I don't know. This is a, there's yeah, a, there's oh, some spots I in Raleigh that you could grow some mountain laurel. Yeah, well, that's right there at those bluffs. I know that's a, that's a <laughs> mystical area. I tell yeah. you. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, now that one. J.R.R. Tolkien may have some uh, some fairies and trolls out there. Hey man, those bridges. I have yeah. walked through White Pines um, Nature Preserve. That's yeah. that's over there in Chatham County on the Chatham County Lee County line. Yeah, and that bluff of mountain laurel I and know. rhododendron minus and white pines. Deep is river area. Magical. Uh-huh. Absolutely magical. But, Trying to grow it at my home. One time, <laughs> I brought a half a yeah. pickup loaded of soil down here with a rhododendron. It lasted about three weeks. Oh, yeah. I always tell people, and I tell this to my students too. Um, uh, I wish that the darn plants would do their homework and read the books we write about them because it know. would be a heck of a lot easier. They just to grow do what them. they want to do. <laughs> so we have to learn from them. We have That's to learn right. what they like. That's right. Yeah, or just neglect them. There is that the healthy yeah, neglect. Yeah, I mean, you know uh, that we we mentioned in the, in the first of the show. If if you expect any any um, great care in my yard after you after I get you going, you're you're yeah. up the creek mm-hmm. because uh, they, you gonna you gonna take you this hundred degree day we got here, or or uh, that's yeah. it. Well, I, I threw a couple more zinnia seeds in. I think I can get one more growing season out. You of, sure can out of zinnias. You sure can. Uh, and and I I just love, uh, I, I call it the uh, uh, oh okay forget that one for that senior moment. Oh no! <laughs> does does well, it have to do with zinnias or no. zinnias? <laughs> it's the, the most common thing in the world of, of, is, uh, of cosmos, yeah. sunflowers, cosmos, cosmos, <laughs> cosmos. That's another easy. It's so one cosmopolitan. To grow. Easy one to go, yeah. Yeah, I put uh, your. Uh, by the way, I put your photo in the and the arrangement on uh, the Weekend Gardener Facebook page. Oh, thank you. So uh, y'all can. You gonna tell be. people about that book where that our friend uh, Jim? Yeah, yeah. I, thank you so much for bringing me this, and you you talked about it when you were we're in yeah. uh, Lexington with uh, with Bob Timberlake. Uh, Faces of Pilot Mountain intriguing journey into the deep mysteries and it's got to be a mystical place because i mean you're driving from winston-salem relatively flat a few hills here and there and all of a sudden there it is yeah yeah volcanoes are amazing he's yeah and he's got a, a a supposition for every mystery in there which is what we all do mm. and it, it it's like reading a mystery novel yeah and ancient the it's a lot of ancient people live there there's no no question his mind and my mind well they had to and they had it it, you know possibly a place of of worship for some because it was so unusual um and and for people who had to travel by foot going to the top of this thing uh it's just no telling What's there? And he has a lot of uh, lot of the black and white pic photos, lots of photos in it. And so, uh, just thumbing through it, it's a very, very interesting book. And they had a fire; they had a forest fire up there that uh, they were a little worried about. But you know, it's it's uh, forest fires quite often uh, are are renewing mm-hmm. uh, for the landscape. And so, I think it's it's yeah. looking really good up there now. Well, you can get that book at the Museum of History. And the man Jim Mac 
Mac, uh, what's the, how to spell that name? McKelvey. McKelvey. Yeah, J.P. M. His last name is uh, he has two initials, J.P. and then M. C. K. E. L. V. E. Y. Faces yeah. of Pilot Mountain. Yeah, he'd be he'd be there uh, next weekend at Mount Airy at a art art shop. Yeah, and you can get it at the Museum of History. It's just an intriguing book. Yeah. Yeah, right. Everybody loves Pilot Mountain, and uh, just so many different. Uh, you can see so many different views of it in this book too. Uh, it's really fascinating to see that flat terrain, and and this yeah. huge mountain. I don't know how tall. How tall is Pilot Mountain? Do you know, Rufus? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's in here somewhere, but wow. Let's uh, talk to Don and Durham. Don, good morning. You're on WPTF. I can hear Andrea back there clickety-clacking with her computer. Are you going to look that up? 2,421. 2,004. The winner is Amanda. Me and my millennialness. Yeah. So uh, 2,000 what? 2,421 feet. That's pretty tall. Yes. That certainly is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then on down there, the Uwari Mountains have always intrigued me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Randolph and... Uh, and part of Lee County. Oh, right. no, Montgomery. It's Montgomery, Stanley, uh, a little bit into Moore. And no, no, Lee County. Okay. No, we're we're the the rivers. We're bounded by the rivers. Um, yeah. But Lee County is interesting. I, I but I you we we got Don in Durham. I I didn't want to interrupt him. Don in Durham. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> good. How are we doing this morning? Uh, we uh, I think we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. How about you? I'm doing good. I have a great Myrtle question. Uh, is it getting out of hand, or uh, what, what kind of problem? Uh, <laughs> a JCP now crew came by and kind of uh, cut up my great Myrtle. Oh, no. And uh, <laughs> the guy was kind enough to make the whole top flat. Oh, uh-huh. wow. Give him a flat top. Yeah, I usually don't cut them. I just let them. That's uh, called crepe Murder. Yeah, you're not kidding. <laughs> so we uh, we have a uh, have a, an attorney sitting across here. What what advice mm-hmm. uh, do you do you have for for? Yeah, uh, thank goodness that the crepe myrtle is is the, the majesty of all trees, in my opinion, to come back. People from, just ruin them though. From disaster, uh, if if he didn't cut cut it, did he cut it below half? Oh no, no, no! He just cut the top, but he made it straight. So yeah, look, well, you're you're gonna be all right on that then. Mm-hmm. Well, long, how how big are the limbs that he cut? Well, that's the interesting part. And that's really the question. The top is coming back. It's what to do with the uh, the some of the the uh, limbs are about three to four inches. Thick. Yeah, little spindly things. Yeah, but some of them are really about six inches, mm-hmm. and they got offshoots coming up. Oh yeah, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. The way I said, yeah. I I used to just when when it was fall, I would cut the offshoot off. I kept it at a certain height because my grandchildren like to climb on it. Yeah, so I had to keep the offshoot. Off. Yeah, I mean you, that's that's what you're supposed to do to a crepe myrtle. You clear out the interior mm-hmm. of it, uh, any any limbs that are crossing and so forth, and give it uh, give it some air to breathe there, and and so you your grandchildren can climb. But uh, that's the only reason you need to cut 
a crepe myrtle because mm-hmm. there are so many different varieties or, or sizes mm-hmm. and you can find a size that's made for your home and you, you try and plant it in the right place. And, and that's uh, the only, I mean, it will, it, it will cause some problems. Uh, you will find crepe myrtles popping up here and there. And, you know, if you decide to get rid of it, you may have some problems, but other than that, his problem, his problem is the folks with the, Tree company cut it, cut it back too much, right? Yeah. Well, at least they cut it even. Yeah, and all that that kind of new growth that's spurting out, it's it's okay to take some of that off and kind of select for some new branches and just get rid of that. It's called epicormic growth, and that's just the plant going, "Oh my gosh, you cut my head off!" And it's just yeah, trying to put that's out what a bunch you, of new growth. basically what you're doing. Yeah. What about the ones that are coming out of the ground? Oh, Definitely cut those. Cut them. Cut them. And Clapp used to say, "Cut, get down and, and dig a little bit and cut cut below the uh, soil surface." And that he's right about that. That's the only way to get rid of them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But that, if, they, I, if they grow out from a root, though, you can't do that. Yeah, and you just got to cut it flush with the root. Yeah, yeah. Cut it as low as you can. Uh, go, cut it below the surface. Yeah. And but that's don't cut into the main trunk. Right. Don't cut into the main trunk. No, not at all. Well, I'm sorry they uh, they did that. I guess they thought they were doing right, and you see that well, people like symmetry right. for some reason, or people don't think they've gotten too big, and they just ter- they just terrorize them, murder them, <laughs> and they look so stupid. I mean, the, the plants look really stupid but, sitting out there with with no head. There's no doubt about that. Though. Yeah, but uh, but uh, you know they're sitting in they're uh, they're in people's yards, and if they if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. I'm yeah, I like it. about the the none of those coming off the side trunk will ever amount to anything, right? No, just be an aggravation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's never gonna it's never gonna look the way it looked before. Oh, it'd be it'd be a bushy mess under there. Yeah. It's like a magnolia. Yeah. If if okay. one of your limbs touches the ground, get it up immediately because it'll start growing little little magnolia trees, but they they will just. Make a thicket that won't be any yeah. use to you. Yeah. And and if you're not quite sure what, you know, there's also some nuances, go ahead and reach out to the Durham Extension office and send in a picture and be like, hey, you know, am I going to be doing the right thing, making this cut? Or, yeah. you know, what kind of part is this, what part is salvageable? Because I'm almost always asking folks, please send me a picture. Right. That helps a great deal, Don. Okay. Thank you very much. Or go to your favorite garden center. Go to a good oh, yeah. garden center and bring a picture with there you. There are some, I can tell you too, there are some articles about crepe myrtles on the Durham Master Gardener blog. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Don, thank you so much for calling us from Durham. Okay. Take care. Yes, sir. Bye. Bye. Yeah. I don't know why people do that to crepe myrtles. There's a, there's a, a, on my walking route, uh, there are a couple that, that uh, ju- they've just been destroyed. One of them, literally. I mean, it was finally cut down. It has huge. It was a huge tree, mm-hmm. and uh, they cut it, kept cutting it and cutting it and cutting it, and it's it's still still there. What's left of it, and um, and, and another one. They've just cut the tops off. A lot of it is, you know, a lot of it is people. Um, Got you about know, ten seconds. They, it's just not knowing any better. Right. Yeah. You know. Well, they should listen to the well, weekend. They put it in the wrong place to begin with. That's right, and they've gotten too big, etc. Got too, no. yeah, too big. All right, we'll be back with uh, the last half hour today of the weekend gardener.
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with Rufus Edmonston. Uh, Andrea Lane is with us from uh, Mitchell County and the Extension Service up there. She's a master gardener. She was in Durham, but uh, it's so nice, to um, Andrea, to have a... Uh, a correspondent in Western North Carolina, because uh, I mean, it gives Rufus uh, a link to the plants up there, and something uh, we can. I know everybody loves the mountains, and uh, it's a little bit uh, different uh, in growing seasons and and so forth. But uh, we're glad you're you're able to to join us from time to time to talk about that. Thank you. Wish you were on more, but you don't. You can't. You can't do it all the time. But we love having you on. I had an idea for you, and, up there. and Amanda Wilkins is is new to the, <laughs> new to the family. Uh, she's an extension agent in Lee County. Amanda, well, I uh, so um, so you said you were looking for things to do. Um, I know that it's visit. Apparently, it's visiting season in Mitchell County, which that's very yeah. interesting to me. Um, but uh, um, there's a new par- a new program that's come to North Carolina this year. The Great Southeast Pollinator Census. Um, it was started mm-hmm. in 2019 or 2017 by um, Becky Griffith at UGA Extension, and it is a citizen science project that I'm very grateful to uh, Dr. Charlotte Glenn and the team at Extension Master Gardener Program uh, for taking it on as a master gardener. A statewide project. Um, Charlotte's so. in charge of the. She used to be in Chatham County. But she's the in charge of the Master Gardener program. Now. Yes, she yeah. is the program yes. coordinator for the state yeah. for the Master Gardener program. She's awesome. She yeah. is. Um, but you know, shameless plug. Um, I'm really proud to be one of the yeah. state coordinators for that. And I, you may have gotten that email across the internet, but I did. And you know, I'm so glad you made the mention because I I kind of had a, you know I was like oh is that B same Amanda Wilkins. That is the Amanda Wilkins. How about that? We got a lot of these. We got the Rufus Edmonston here, and we got the Amanda Wilkins. The Amanda Wilkins. Oh no. Well, bless. Yeah, I know that. That's. I yes. That's. This is the. This is the Amanda Wilkins. But, um, but no, I, 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 you know, that's a really nice. That's an easy project. Um, you know, for the master gardeners to even just you know, promote among themselves and with the folks who are visiting. So for those of y'all who are not familiar with the Great Southeast Pollinator Census, it is a very simple citizen science project. It's only two days. It's August 18th and 19th. Anyone anywhere in North Carolina can do it. All you have to do, there's a, there's a data sheet that you can get from the Great Southeast Pollinator Census website. You download that data sheet. You find a plant that has insects visiting it. You watch it for 15 minutes and you put a tally mark every time an insect lands on the plant. And the data sheet is very simple to see and use. And then once you do that, you put your data in on this website and it gets added to this great data set. And like I said, um, Becky has been gathering data at UGA um, since, 19, since 2019. Uh, South Carolina joined the census last year, and with us joining this year in North Carolina, they've created the Great Southeast Pollinator Census. Um, But this is a really easy, one of the reasons why I really liked it, um, there are lots of different citizen science projects out there, but the Great Southeast Pollinator Census is very simple. Anybody, even if you don't know much about insects at all, the way that Becky's designed the data sheet 
anyone can pick it up. They can go, ooh, that insect looks like this and just put a tally mark Mm -hmm. next to it. They don't have to know that this is a carpenter bee and this is a wasp Mm. and this is a this. They can just go, does this insect match this picture and put a tally mark there. Um, And it makes it really accessible for people. And it kind of opens a gateway to start having that conversation about that relationship between plants and flowers and insects. So we can Google the Great Southeast Pollinator Census, mm-hmm. and uh, the dates are August what? 18th and 19th. It's 18th a Friday and, and Saturday. I, you know, I have. I, I was doing that the other day, actually. I, don't, I didn't spend 15 minutes, but I watched the bees on the, the uh, Joe Pye weed because mm. the, you know, the heads of it are so large, and there, there, were, a lot, there were several bees out there, and... Uh, it's it's amazing. And even though it's so hot, we can last fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So. Just get a sweet tea. Put a sweet you know, tea. I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. Get a sweet tea. Perfect. Oh, I, I, hey, I have a question it. for um for Rufus. Yeah, he was he was going to interject something too. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Well, I it's, it's not about pollinators per se, but we were talking earlier about my my abundance of dill. And someone mentioned to me a dilly bread. So I wondered if that was, I never heard of it before. I wondered if it was a mountain thing. Have you ever heard of a dilly bread? Dilly bread. You make dill, well, well, yeah, Mama used yeah. to make dill bread. Uh, she got a dill bread. Hmm. You, you okay, just, not dilly bread. I have okay. seen that for sale someplace, yeah, too. Yeah, it, it, it is in the fancier oh. grocery stores. Yeah. Delicatessens. <laughs> you can get a sandwich, a, a dilly a bread sandwich. And what mom would do is dry it, of course, which you've got to do. Right. And yeah. then crush it up and make dill, dill bread. Mm. Hmm. Hey, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to Google it up, as Roy Lewis would say. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you all were talking about pollinators. I think people only think of pollinators when they think of bees and hummingbirds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Everything that, that virtually flies or crawls, can be a pollinator, right? Pretty much. You know, if you think about what what is pollination, it's the act of moving pollen grains from one flower to the stigma of another flower and causing, you know, seed formation. That's really the goal of pollination. Um, So anything that's picking up pollen and moving it to another flower that results in seed formation, you've got pollination. Um, and, and it's really funny, you should mention that people get really hung up on birds and bees and, and um, butterflies. One of the best pollinators, the two best pollinators in the world are beetles and flies. They are more diverse than bees and butterflies and, and hummingbirds put together. Mm-hmm. Beetles. Beetles. Beetles were the original um, pollinator more almost 300 million years ago. Um, As angiosperms, the flowering plants were starting to evolve into what we kind of recognize today as flowers. That was the that kind of formation of these flowers coincides with the evolution and kind of diversification of beetles. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you ever stuck your head inside of a magnolia flower? Oh, yes. (laughs) I love it. That smell. When when I was doing my master's, my professor from Belgium, he called that a renalian smell. And I was like, what is renalian? It's, you think of this like, it's a very complex, primordial, not totally unpleasant, but not particularly sweet. It's kind of musky. A lot of things that have that kind of musky, sweet, 
old smell. A lot of them are flies and beetles. Primordial. I'm I not like sure that. that word's ever I, I like that. been that, on this show before. That's well, a beautiful word. That, that would work Amanda, in with, with uh, has Pilot Mountain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. That's Pilot Mountain talk. Yeah, it is. Well, and, and I, I love, magnolias are one of my favorite groups of plants, and um, they tell so many stories, um, you know, through the ages of, of flowering plants kind of evolving, um, and, and they have been so persistent throughout kind of the evolution of plants. And I know some folks don't, don't um, I had to, I learned evolution as part of my master's degree, because it does tell the story of how we have so many different amazing plants. But magnolias, there's just something so incredibly graceful and beautiful and um, just what a statement in the landscape, whatever it is. My favorite, my, my favorite magnolia is the big leaf magnolia, magnolia macrophylla, but I'm sure yours, uh, Rufus. Just, is, I, I, I just call it a big old southern magnolia. Yeah. Yes, sir. We're majestic. Yeah, I, I just think I can stick my whole head in that balloon. You know, as I think about it, I'm kind of primordial because I've been, I have, uh, have worked, I have worked at WPTF. You're getting there. Half the half the time that it's been on the air, and it uh, You're it will there. be a hundred years old next year. Oh my so goodness! So I, I, next year will be my 49th year. You're close. Here. So I'm very close, close just century. by a few months, actually. So I'm I'm sort of uh, not from the beginning of time, but. <laughs> Uh, let's all let's all look forward to that fiftieth. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be that'll be my fiftieth year here, and uh, my fiftieth wedding anniversary, and the fortieth anniversary of this show, all in one wow. year. That's going to be a heck of a blowout. Yeah, I hope so. I'll come to that party. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. We had one for the thirtieth. We'll try to have one for the fortieth. So we'll, but, okay, uh, it'll be okay. a garden party. <gasps> a garden party. Oh, that would be wonderful. We don't have much of a garden here. We've we've got uh, blacktop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just like from Andy Griffith's show. You know, our gas works were blacktop years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you take the show so, on the road? It's a big. We do. We do occasionally. We do go out on remote. It's always a lot of fun to see see folks. Big bloomers. Exactly. Yeah, we haven't been big bloomers in a while. I, you're, if hey man, come to my town. We'll, we'll. I we, know. We, we would love it. We'd love for you to have you guys down yeah. there in Lee County. That's right. And you could, I could show you guys the Pollinator Haven Garden. I, I have been very surprised. You know, I, I cut my teeth at the J.C. Ralston Arboretum and Duke Gardens, and other larger botanical gardens. But um, Cooperative Extension, there it is. It, it is an extensive network of demonstration gardens, and right. um, d- yeah. the Durham County Master Gardeners. We shout out to the y'all. They won two international Master Gardener awards this year for their demonstration garden wow. and outreach, and um, yeah. and it's because of their demonstration garden partnership up there mm-hmm. with a local business. And if I could give a shout out to Buncombe County, um, oh, that's right, where Asheville is, uh-huh. they have a beautiful and extensive demonstration garden all around their extension building in West Asheville. Um, they have a dye garden. They have a sun and shade garden. Wow. They have a vegetable garden. Yeah. I mean, it's really, what a place for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Asheville, uh, the Asheville, Hendersonville, <laughs> all of that, uh, the Pisgah <laughs> area. It's just, just gorgeous. It really is. So uh, enjoy it. Uh, we will uh, take a quick break here, but 
Thanks. And uh, we will, uh, we're almost out of time, but we'll, we'll talk more about yeah, uh, where's it gone? what's going on. The, uh, you know, the roads in Raleigh are, are certainly improving, uh, as they are anywhere. And we're, we're paving roads finally around here. But I tell you, up, up to this point, uh, our vehicles have really been suffering, the suspension, the tires. Uh, a lot of people have been having blown tires because of what – uh, what was going on on the Beltline here in Raleigh for a long time? You know, it's a it's a good idea to uh, get all of your uh, everything checked, just just everything on your car from time to time, and not all at once, but uh, sometimes uh, that's a good way to do it. But because it'll cost you a lot more money if you don't do this. Uh, one thing is the alignment, the tires, the brakes, a lot of different things. You can uh, get a tire rotation at King's Auto Service. Because they've been in the business since 1946, so they know what's going on there. And it, uh, generations of, have, of the same family have, have owned it. So for those of you currently driving uh, Toyota Prius, for instance, or other hybrid vehicle, they can help you too. They have certified hybrid technicians at King's Auto Service. They're ready to diagnose and give you available options for a high-voltage battery pack replacement for less than the dealer will charge for a replacement. And, you know, this this can occur around 150,000 miles or so, but those, those batteries can last for a long, long time. But they can be expensive, so check with King's before you do anything and get, get the battery checked. Get your 12-volt battery checked from because they don't last very long any, anymore. I've heard mechanics say that. So you don't want to be stuck out there with, with problems. Prevention, preventive maintenance, that's, uh, that's the word, that's the phrase from King's Auto Service. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. So, uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Amanda, you were talking about the farmer's market in Lee County mm-hmm. being near Yarborough's in mm-hmm. downtown. When is that? Uh, how, how, is that uh, from like 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock until 1 or something like that? Many of them are... are yeah. Just a few hours. Yeah, so open. it is from 8.30 until 12 p.m., um, only on Saturday mornings in the buggy parking lot. Okay. Um, so how how many months does that last? That runs from the middle of uh, April until the middle of November. Okay. Um, and it is run our our uh, like I said Meredith Favre, who's our local foods agent, um, and anybody who has a local foods agent in their cooperative extension office is lucky. I we are so lucky to have a local foods agent, but she has really done an amazing job in her one and a half years of being in that office you know we should have called her this morning oh, i don't know shit. why i didn't think of that we should have we should have called next her and time. put her on the air next yeah. time all right yeah next time i'm gonna worry the heck out of you so you better give me a, a date uh, when you can come back <laughs> yes. but um but yeah no they um rufus are you looking for your nabs or uh, well I, I misplaced them Uh-oh. i was about to say you haven't eaten any nabs you didn't bring any nabs with you this morning no, i messed up Left them on the counter. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, you have something to look forward to. I've been so intrigued by the infamous, the famous Amanda. Yeah, not infamous. Oh, what was it that oh, uh, infamous. she was the, called? The, the. Yeah, the. The Amanda Wilkins. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, no, please. We haven't had one of those lately. No. We'll call her the Southeast Pollinator. There you go, Southeast Pollinator. How about oh, that? Oh, man. Well, hey, uh, Catherine is with us in Cary. Catherine, good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, I listen to you all every Saturday morning. I don't have much of a garden because I'm in a townhome, but I do have a fig bush that was planted about 20 years ago. This No figs ever until this year, and this year it's full of figs. Well, you've had that thing for 20 years, and it's is it in full sun? Um, it gets afternoon sun, not yeah. morning sun. It needs, it really, I think that's wow. part of the problem is that it needs, it needs more sun, Catherine. Yeah, I think that's in, in the back of my house. But I told it about, um, yeah, I preached to it last year about what, <laughs> Uh, that, is it, that helps. What Jesus said to the lazy old fig tree, and so I—that's why I've got. I have, there you I, go. I have not run across that in my my Bible, uh, the lazy old fig tree. Yeah. Story, but uh, well, every man should have one. Every man should have one. Well, yeah. obviously it worked. Yeah. Well, finicky. You got, you got four. It didn't listen very well, but maybe next year it'll be eight. Finicky figs. Mm-hmm. I've heard that now, one before. I want to know. It, they're still uh, green and sort of hard. Yep. Yeah. And I want to know if they will mature. Oh, yeah. Oh, they should, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just be patient. Mine haven't August, either. August, probably. Mine, mine are about the size of a, <clears throat> a pecan or something like that. Yeah. And hard. Uh, they will, uh, about three weeks from now, They'll all get ripe at once. <laughs> now, now, Phil Campbell has a, a Celeste. And the birds will get them. Yeah. There's that, Phil yeah. Campbell of Campbell Road Nursery has a, a huge Celeste variety out there, and she gave me a bunch of figs from yeah. them. She has a lot of them that are mature. That is one happy plant. That's and, fantastic. And, they, and the those figs are just wonderful. So, well, I hope it doesn't mature while I'm on vacation. Well, I hope it doesn't either. Somebody else will get those figs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, can, do I need to protect it from no. squirrels or the birds, and what can I do? Well, I don't know. I, I, think, I'd, I think I'd hire Joe the Bouncer to go out there <laughs> for that. Honey, there's no way you can keep the, the yellow jackets away or the squirrels. or the uh, if, they see, if you see a peck on one, where a little bird's pecked on it one time, it means it's ripe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get it and eat it yourself. Yeah. Beat yeah. them to it. Quick. Yeah, you can, you can cut the pet mark, a peck yeah. mark off if you want to, if you're squeamish. Okay. They, they want to wait until it gets ripe just yeah. like you do. Yeah, that's right. They're just, just testing. Have to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just needed a little moisture. But uh, you might you might think about Joe the Bouncer to come out and, and guard oh, yeah. those those four figs for you. I mean, you need, <laughs> need, need somebody brawny to protect from the squirrels well, and the bush is full of them this year yeah I oh i thought you only had four no i said it's full full okay but, um last year i think i had one and and the, a bird or something got it yeah. but um this year it's full and that was uh this is the first time i've had a how about that it's a day to rejoice Catherine. yeah yeah <laughs> So I just hope it comes in um, while I'm here, not while I'm on vacation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there'll, there'll be some there. They're not going to be piggish. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. 
Well, they, it smells good. I'm waiting. I'm I'm really looking forward. I bet. It. That's great. Well, would you please call back at, when you test one, please? Please. <laughs> okay. Yeah, call back because I, I want to. Mine are a little bit later this year, and I, but I'm not worried. They they just. They are. Is they, that the Celeste? Yeah. Celeste. Yeah, they are. They are later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been a cold still, year. Mm-hmm. They're still pretty hard. Start, and yeah. Haven't haven't grown much. Well, make some fig preserves, too, Catherine. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking fig preserves, if I can beat the birds to them. Well, just bring some by. We'll let you in the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, thank you. All right, you. Catherine. I love your show. Take care. Thank you for being a part of it. All right. That's Catherine and her figs. Yeah, boy, I tell you, Phil Campbell just gave me it. She just kept putting them in. Got a big, big bag. and just kept I think, That thing's got to be... Uh, 25 feet by 25. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It really is. So it's uh, that's that's good eating. Good I'm for sure you the fig too. tree behind George's, uh, our wonderful hot dog shop. One there. of the best hot dogs in the world, uh, Roast Grill in Raleigh. And uh, their Greek immigrants started that in the 40s. It's a little building downtown. And uh, there is a – they brought – a fig tree. I don't know how many Huge. Brought, but yeah. it's in. It's behind. It's right in the middle of downtown Raleigh, and it's right behind the building. And it's it's growing. And there have been some cuttings taken, so it's going to be moved moved along. I think oh, we man. get one. Uh, I want to yeah. get a cutting of that. I yeah. Love cutting. Okay. Well, we'll we'll talk to Phil Campbell. I'm sorry. She's uh, beaching it today. She's uh, taking some time off, so she yeah. she couldn't be on the show. But she bailed me out last week when. Our guest, our friend uh, Gerald Adams, was sick all of a sudden, and he's okay now, by the way. But uh, he had some food poisoning or something. I don't know. But uh, Phil bailed me out because I can't do the show by myself. (laughs) Amanda, I've got to say my saying. Be the kind of person your dog thinks you are. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yes, sir. Bowie would appreciate that. You got your dog's name, Bowie? Bowie. B U I. Yep. There's a great yeah. deli in Georgetown in Washington called Bowie Mongers. Have you ever been there, Rufus? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. He's a little, he's not a little, he is a big chocolate lab. Uh, so old. is he named after Jim Bowie? The what wonderful dogs. Does he carry a knife, a big, big knife? <laughs> no, his, his name stands for Boating Under the Influence because my boyfriend is such a joker. He's from uh, Pamlico County. Well, they, you, oh. that's a good place to have a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah. Boating under the influence. <laughs> yep. Is he uh, law enforcement? He's not. Okay. I didn't know if he was <laughs> just kind of a mantra. Uh, now, well, that's something we, we certainly should not well, do. Well, my nephew's a wildlife protector on, on boating. Uh, I'll send him down to Beaufort. Yeah. He's uh he's um back in the day, back in the day they had a redneck yacht club called the Hampstead uh yacht club. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. I thought Hampstead was was in uh, It is. Yeah. It was yeah. down there Wilmington. He's lived all over the place on okay. the East Coast. Well, they keep renting him out, huh? Uh well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something like that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like a character. He is. Everybody needs a character. Well, uh Amanda, that that's uh the show. That's pretty much over. Did you enjoy it? I loved it. Okay, it was great being here. Will you come here back? Y'all. Will you come if back? you'll have me, yeah, I will absolutely. Anytime come back. you want to be here, we'll 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 schedule you before okay. you leave. Andrea, 
I'll be in touch, dear yeah. lady, and thank you for the article for right. our uh, weekend. Go- we'll have, do you have any articles that you've written? We'll get you to do some sure. in the future. For sure. Uh, for our Weekend Gardener magazine. It's uh, out a couple of times a year. Uh, so uh, thank you so much. Thanks to our listeners, Brother Rufus. Thank you, sir. We'll see yes, you next sir. week. And bring, bring your nabs next week. Oh. Don't be shy. <laughs> I will bring my nabs. All right. Andrew, uh, it was great to meet you. Yeah. All right. Uh, we love you all, and, and we'll see you next week on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Jason, thank you, buddy. Good job producing today.